When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the F-Boy Island Rehab-Up. We are back for the second batch of episodes. As per usual, I'm your host, Kirsten McKinnis, joined, as always, by my bestie, Jenny Autumn. Jenny, how are you? I am great. I am so excited to be back. Um, I have been enjoying F-Boy Island so much. After those first three episodes, I was like, am I too high on this show? Like, no, am I, am I too excited about this? And then I kind of, you know, I had the week in between to cool off a little bit and I was like, maybe the show isn't that good. And I got back right, right back into it. And I love it. It's so refreshing. It's great. I'm happy to be here. I'm excited. Yes. But we are not alone. We have a guest. We have an iconic guest. She is a comedian. She is an Emmy nominated writer, as well as a reality TV podcaster in her own right. Ray Sonny is with us. Hi. Hi. How are you? For having me. I'm super good. I'm super good. Very excited to talk. Fuck boy island with y'all. Yes. I don't like this F nonsense. <laughs> they I, say fuck on the show. Why yeah. can we say fuck on the show? I'm like, <laughs> is the word fuck boy trademark? Like, why aren't they saying it? I think it's just like I was saying this in the in the last episode that we did that I just don't think that they can have a show titled Fuckboy Island. So yes, they want so they had that. to brand it this yeah. way. But like they could have just done that for the title of the show and, and then on the show, let them boys. say Fuckboy. Yeah. Why not? Yes. Yeah. But I suppose if you maybe there's a limited number of F words you can have on a show, because I mm. know that like. Uh, for like PG-13 versus rated R movies. There's like a number of curse words that you can use or you can't say things above bitch or ass or whatever. So maybe it's about how easily you can disseminate your media throughout, you know. It's HBO. I I don't know what the HBO rules are. That's my thing. I'm like, listen, I pay for curse words. That's what HBO (laughs) stream is all about. Like, free. If it's free, yes, I guess why I get why you can't cuss. But if I'm subscribing to something, give me slurs, you know? Um, Okay, so I know that you've already talked a little bit about this show um, with Kate Casey, but what is it about F-Boy Island that caught you, Ray? Um, Kate Casey asked me to do her podcast. That's what it was. I wasn't going to watch it it, um, because so Nikki Glaser is a stand up comic. 
mm-hmm. the host of the show. And she's an incredible stand-up comic. So and good. I'm so funny. I'm a very jealous person. And so what I don't do is watch people I'm jealous of. So I wasn't going to watch it. But then somebody asked me to do a podcast and I was like, fine, I'll swallow my jealousy or whatever. Um, You'd be surprised at how many shows I haven't watched because I'm a jealous person. No, I love it. No, I relate. I trust me. I get it. I'm like, this is going to make me feel bad emotions. I like, why am I actively seeking out things that are going to, like, fuck me up psychologically? Yes. I have I, like, not watched much. The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt because a girl that I not started stand-up with, but we just stand-up in the same, like, era, wrote on the show. And she's an amazing woman and incredibly talented, but why would I purposely subject myself to something that is going to make me feel like shit? Same way as you, Jenny. Yeah, so but like, now, now you get to be like, yeah, but I wrote in a good place, so... <laughs> Yeah, but I can't even watch a good place. Because <laughs> I'm like, well, I didn't get a small part on season three. So like, you know, um, so I'm a so don't watch anything. No, I truly have not watched the sitcom since I started watching it writing for TV. <laughs> like, I don't want to know what else is happening. I don't, don't want to happening. I don't want to see what people are doing better than I am. Not because I'm a hater. It's the opposite. It's because um I have very low self-esteem and I'm very easily affected by feeling like I'm not as good as other people. So it's like, I don't know. So deeply relatable. (laughs) Okay. So you get it. You don't need to watch other people be amazing so that you can do a lot of negative self-talk. I'm trying to eliminate the negative self-talk, but anyway, Nikki Glaser is so good at what she does that I don't negative self-talk. I'm just so engrossed by what she does. She's really good. Like she's excellent. I and wish hosts more hosts were like this. Like this, yes, this yes. is like this is what these kinds of shows need is yes. a host that actually has a personality is actually funny because I feel like so often we on these kinds of shows we get hosts that aren't naturally funny trying yes. to make jokes. And how many different. how many years do we have to watch Chris Harrison on our TV screens before? Well, he got no fired? more. None. Like, thank God no he's more. gone. But like seriously, I know, but I'm I'm really nervous for what they're gonna bring in, <sighs> instead of him. I'm really scared for Bachelor in Paradise. Well, so um, the how thing is that, that show is still on. <laughs> That's another thing. How is that show still on? To be honest, wasn't Middle America like, loves it. Okay, let wasn't them live. Like a sexual assault on Bachelor in Paradise, though. Well, yeah, because they had a situation where, and I think the way that it was justified was that everyone had been overserved. So um, that means that you should be in trouble and not be serving alcohol on your sets anymore. Yeah, yeah I don't know how they really got away from that one because uh, that was a pretty bad situation well, how they got away with it is that enough americans wouldn't stop watching that's how money and capital money yeah yeah i feel like enough enough people watching we're like what are you talking about i can just get someone drunk and sleep with them and it's yeah. fine it's not, a, big not deal. a problem at all i do that every week well so also um as i had told you guys before we were on air i don't like dating shows usually because they don't subvert anything unlike every other sort of reality tv show they don't undermine like the existing power structure like i'm obsessed with like real housewives or whatever in part because where else are you going to watch 50 something women 60 something women 
being sexual, sexually active and interesting on scripted television, you're not going to get that. Right. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it changes the way that we engage with people. There's still sexist tropes, sometimes racist tropes, but there's something different that it's serving the public with. And I don't like that on dating shows. What I like about Nikki Glaser and F boy Island in general, but in particular, Nikki Glaser's role in there is the men are fucking idiots. <laughs> yes. And she points it out. The first, one of the first things she says to one of these tight pants dudes in the first episode is like, I have those pants. And I'm like, yes, he's an idiot. <laughs> he looks so stupid in, in those two, white pants. Exactly. And to like, she is, she, we, we're dealing with a show where the boys are stupid and not the girls. And I love that so much because more often than not, the girls get played on shows like, let me not say girls, women. I need to stop doing that. I call myself a girl. So I just assume other women call themselves girls. And that's not nice. But I do the same thing. It was like Nikki Glaser is always undermining and always mocking them. And she never undermines the women. Yes. I fucking love it so much. And the women are in control, which is what's great about this. Yes. You know, and I know that we get that when we get like The Bachelorette, for example. No, you don't. Um, well, because, well, yeah, I mean, not always like that. They make so many decisions based on what production wants. And also yes. like The Bachelorette will cast like 25 identical white men that how am I supposed to tell them apart? I can't. I, <laughs> I can't tell them apart. Right. So like at least in this one, most of the men I can kind of tell who is who, uh, which mm -hmm. is a nice change for most shows. Um and Let's I feel like we get personality development. Sorry. That's no, 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 please. But go. yeah, I think that like, I feel this is something I was noticing through like these three episodes too, is that like, you know, I feel like we're getting a little bit more of personality development through some of these characters where Absolutely. like, I just feel like the forced fake romance of some of these other shows you, it, it's all about the situation and like, oh, I like, I can feel myself falling. For yes. We do get some of that shit with this show, but, but like, there's just more going it. on. We yes. all immediately question it. I, yeah. but that that speaks to like my resistance to like the Bachelorette, even though it's like the girl in charge, or excuse me, the woman in charge. She still has to play into misogynistic tropes. Yes. Oh, she's not slutty. She wants a guy like this who will take care of her and be her provider. And, you know, like, and it doesn't do anything to offset our understanding of like fairy tales or, you know, suitors like men have to, she has to be this virginal woman to some degree. That's why what's her name? Claire got so much hate. Now she is annoying, but like Claire was like, I found the dude I want to smash. I don't want to talk to the rest of y'all. And like, Everyone else is, you know, mad at her, I guess, for not making herself available in the same way. And that sort of reinforces the notion that a woman needs to be available to men who are chasing. And there's none of that on this show. The, the first episode, a woman didn't like the way he was chasing her. She was like, fuck you and your stupid poem, you know, go home. And the poem. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. It was, it was, so it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so something that comes up in this batch of episodes that is one of my favorite things that has ever happened is um, Nikki Glazer giving therapy to the F-Boys in Limbro. It is so funny. 
every single time she does it. I love love that they leave in the boys laughing at her. Yes. Make it make it. I feel like I'm there. Like, I feel like the 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 scene isn't edited and I'm just hanging out watching this actually play out. Yes. But I also love like the power that it gives her. Right. Like men love to be the ones who make women laugh. And I'm a stand-up comic, and the first thing, the first thing that happens whenever men uh, try to hit on me on something is they try to be funnier than me. And Good luck. <laughs> Don't you, bother. You'd be surprised by how much they try. And I love it just, again, going back to the subverting of gender mm-hmm. roles. Here are men who are helpless to just laugh at this woman. When you are powerful enough to make the room laugh you are totally in control and here are men who have no choice but to relinquish power and laugh at this like laughter is an uncontrollable response to stuff that is the ultimate release of power except for orgasm that's a release (laughs) oh so you're listening to my two favorite things (laughs) (laughs) laughter and cunning right honestly (laughs) they're on the list they're up there and so um, for these men who are on this show to posture as fuck boys and, you know, we we overwhelm women with our charm, whatever, to be left laying on this cot made of wood, and whatever. <laughs> I would <laughs> and laughing because this girl is mocking them. Girl, not girl, woman, oh, because man. this woman is mocking them. Like, I think that's the ultimate power play. I love it. I love it so much. I would love to see Nikki Glazer put up a diorama and be like, show me where the clitoris is. Cause I don't think these men know. I don't think they don't know. They no, think they, think could, have, they could have shown it on, on the, the sand, the, the oh, sand, sand woman, woman they created. <laughs> Lucy. Lucy oh with the coconut breath. That was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Like yes. I was so poorly done. <laughs> like, is terrible. that what you think a woman looks like? Mm, that's what men think their ideal woman looks like. Just coconuts and barely drawn in the sand, you know. They're like perfect. They didn't even finish the torso. Like they yeah. got to like the midsection. The they're like right away. There's no legs. <laughs> it's fine. We don't we stop here. They drew her feet. Like, I don't those, know. What are those torso dolls that men can order? Oh that's Lord. <laughs> They were like, here's a hole in the sand where we can put the pocket pussy. Yes, we put exactly. two coconuts there for the breasts. That's all we need. Nothing they else. They have the real... They, they keep my fleshlight warm, you <laughs> yeah. know, and with the sand. No, they're, yeah. supply, they're supplying the real dolls at the nice guy grotto. They're like, okay, <laughs> we took you away from the women. You guys get the real uh, sex dolls. And these men at Limbro have to make it out of sand and coconut. What do you think about sand? the nice guy grotto? What do you guys think that? So the thing is, is that I don't think any of these guys are actually quote unquote nice. Yes. Like they're yeah, all on a TV show. Yeah, to win money. They're all. Like, yeah. you, know, you are not a nice guy. Yeah, like, if you're if you're going on TV to try and. Ha- uh, or like quote unquote fall in love or meet your wife or whatever you are not you are yeah. not a good guy I'm although, sorry <laughs> although Sean is so handsome I'm willing to believe it yeah well, he has not done anything offensive or even given me a bad vibe really well, so gone on this tv show so he's clearly offensive. but that's the thing is like that is like that is the 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 bare minimum it's like okay well 
I can't, I can't even look past that. <laughs> yes, but his smile is so beautiful. He has a gorgeous smile. Like, honestly, like, I feel like through the screen, I'm like, oh, I don't know about Sean, but he has a beautiful smile. But I think if I was in the room with Sean, I'd be like, okay, hi. Hello. I bet he's pretty cheesy though, right? He, yeah. he gives off cheese. Okay. Can I ask you who yes. you're, okay. Who are your hottest guys that you should be embarrassed about liking mm. and then who I'd be embarrassed who, think, who you think are like guys who should win so I guess maybe one of each like a guy you're ashamed for thinking is hot and a guy who seems like a good guy you think you sh- he should win or get the girl okay um I think I love and who I think is good and could win is new Jared I'm like really into really? New Jared. Okay. Should, I not that? Should I be no, embarrassed no, 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 of that? Should I be embarrassed? I don't think it's worth I, being I'm, embarrassed. I'm, I yeah. I don't think you. Sh- I'm. I you think New Jared should win? I think he's I, slick. I, I like him a lot. I don't know why. Like the thing is, is I think Sean is better than him, mm-hmm. but I think I'm like more attracted to New Jared than I am to Sean. Is that physical or is that his personality? I think it's. I think it's physical because Sean's personality okay. is the best one by far. Yeah. Okay. Um. I think what I should be ashamed of is how much I still like Casey, even though he's kind of trash. I should be. Well, here's the thing. And this is what I'm saying. I was like, I don't think Sean or new Jared are even going to matter because I think Casey broke out of limbro. Yeah. (laughs) Casey. No goddamn limbo production sent him a call. Yeah, exactly. Just let me enjoy the magic of the show. Okay. I love the idea of. Casey climbing over a bamboo wall and crossing an eight lane like highway to get his camera following him. You think the camera would be there? I know it's not realistic, but it's so fun. Like both batches of episodes have ended on such iconic moments. Yes, they have. They have. Um, episode yes. like the first batch ends with Garrett getting called the fuck out, and then batch I, two. I don't know the name of this nameless dude. <laughs> This nameless this hater. blonde. I have made man. a sim that looks like this guy, and I hate that wait, sim. Okay, wait, 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 Jenny. But I want to hear who do you think she's oh. and who are you ashamed of? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, you need your answer. Okay, so here's the thing: is I, I got a thing for guys with nose rings. Okay, and um, I, Colin's got the nose ring. I like it on, and I. But I just like I just raise face right now. Yeah, we don't like Colin. Over Ray here. got in that Go Twitter feud we'll of we'll Colin. Talk about it. Oh, we'll talk about but, it. Okay, aesthetically, second. here's the thing: is like he's, he's hot. Like, he's hot. He's I feel hot. like he hasn't like wowed me. But I was I was rooting for Greg. I love. Were you? That's I was okay. rooting for Greg, and I was like really hoping that the reveal. When it was down uh, for Nakia, when she's trying to figure it out between, and mm-hmm. she clearly thinks that, you know, OG Jared and Colin are feuding and they're, you know, she's going to eliminate one of them or so she thinks. And then, like, we're just going all over the place at this point. But anyway, we don't and need I was to really go hoping beat by beat. It's F yeah. Boy Island. People can <laughs> go really, watch it. HBO Max, Craven Canada. I was really hoping that, um, that Greg was going to be the nice guy because you can tell that this is so important Nakia all Nakia talks about is 
oh, I really, really like this guy, but I'm trying to figure out if he's a, if he's a fuck boy. Like that's all she thinks about she's, to the premise. Yes, yes, exactly. And it really does impact how she sees them. Yeah. And so I was I was a little sad because I was I started to get all in on Greg. Because all I love the beard and the nose ring in every scene. You trust that man? (laughs) He does not. He does not wear it in every scene. He girl, he he does wear it a lot. lot. He has a he has a velvet do rag in every color. I don't know how well versed. Well, then he coordinates. I like that. Pretty boy has a do rag in every color. He's a problem. and this is the this is the this is know. the thing because didn't know. they didn't they, when they when they stalked everyone's social media didn't they go to his and they're like every every picture is a thirst trap yes and that was when and I was like you see the the do the Drake heart cut yes. in his. Yes. Girl, he's a problem. I know. I know. Nikia has a bad picture. Wait, I have. She is a bad picture. I I love toxic men. It's a problem. Well, that's yeah. That's everybody who. Everyone who's been listening to these podcasts knows that the person I think is the most attractive is inevitably the most the worst. My type yeah. is tall. My type is toxic. And if Chappelle is here, he'll bring up the thigh thing. But it's no. Oh, you like? But I don't guy. like. You but like, I don't like, like football players. Wait, like, I'll oh, tell yeah. you, Ray. I'll tell Hockey you. But I'll tell you the truth now, Ray, because. There was a tweet and it was a video of a man and he was like, he had just these thick, amazing like thighs. And thigh. he was like, yeah. and he was like, he tweeted something about how like, oh, like w- women say they like this, but then they don't. And I quote tweeted it with something horrendous. And um, I deleted it within three minutes because I knew it was a mistake. But uh-huh. fucking Brian Scally saw it, screenshotted it, and sent it to Chappelle. Oh, and wow. Chappelle will never. The let internet me is forever, girl. The internet is forever. <laughs> but uh, save yeah, it for the Chappelle, burner. Chappelle would say the third T. I like tall toxic, and he would say the third T is his thoughts. <laughs> You said tall. What's the second T? I didn't hear it. Toxic. Because toxic. Um, okay. every yeah. time, every time I'm like, oh, this guy is really hot. They're like, okay, this is the worst man alive. Mm-hmm. Every, every time. Well, because- I will say though, I like, I tend to like toxic men, but I don't like toxic blonde men. So that's why well, Gary, no, 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 no. From the second he showed up on my screen, I said, there is this guy. There is no such thing as a blonde man. They are little boys that never grew up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to blonde men. Listen, I, I, I hate that I'm this way. I have never seen an attractive blonde man. Brad Pitt and Troy is the only exception. I will co-sign that opinion a hundred percent. Yeah. Like blondes. It's just not my, it's not for me. It's not for me. It's not for me. I don't know. Something about blondness. I am a black woman too. So there's that, but like something about blondness, I just immediately associate with, with white women. I don't know. It's not a nice thing, but I just associate blondness being blonde with femininity. Maybe it's not fair, but I just do. I don't know. There's not, I mean, there are very few blonde guys who are just so hot but also like Garrett's god forgive me because i'm a very regular looking person i'm sure maybe Stop it. no you're beautiful how dare I'm you compliment fishing i swear to god but thanks. i know you're not but i feel it <laughs> thank you um <laughs> but like garrett is ugly like he's not <laughs> he's so unattractive 
like he's not just not for me like he is for me like decidedly unattractive right and then he's a terrible human on top of that like yeah he needs he would need to be working overtime yes for me to be like okay because aesthetically like if i just scroll by and look at his picture i'm like eh like but maybe if you have like a really good personality you make me laugh or something like that like i could find you more attractive but like he is trash. His name is listed as Bitcoin investor, but he doesn't have enough Bitcoin that he didn't need to come on this show. So he's nothing. He's trash. (laughs) Um, He's not attractive. Like, who is he for? Who is he for? And I'm sitting here and all I think when I see Sarah is like, girl, how low is your self-esteem? Because this man ain't even cute. No. He out here embarrassing you. He got his girlfriend playing along. Wait, wait, wait. But did you recognize his girlfriend from the yes, FaceTime? Love Island USA too. And she's on the next season of The Challenge. What is happening? I'm not I kidding. Love she is. I don't like the merging of The Challenge with the rest of CBS Viacom <laughs> properties. Call me a old The Challenge takes anything gamer. now. They'll, they're just like, oh, wait, but here's the thing. Do you think the challenge would call me? I didn't make it into the Big Brother Canada house, but like I'm kind Have of they affiliated. Big Brother Canada. I think that they've made calls, but no one's actually made it on. But someone okay. from Big Brother Canada is on the next season of X on the Beach. They Ooh. have a man on who is um, Jamar from, from season oh, Jamar, eight. Yeah, yeah. 12 dates of christmas i don't even know what that is what is that and then they exactly like israeli fucking reality shows i've never heard of like what are you doing what, are what you is doing? the 12 dates of christmas no. so i'm sorry anyway Wait, no. <laughs> look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do i even say other than hey <sighs> well that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Jenny, who was yeah. your... um? So your embarrassing hot guy was yeah. well, well it was it was Greg. I would I'll say Greg. it's Greg. Because I I, I knew that like once they once they crept his social media, I was like, this is a bad call for me. <laughs> um then, but the nose ring guy? and the beard. Who's um guy who should win or whatever. Well, here's the thing. They kind of 
I, again, I don't understand how you win this show. That this is my. Well, you yeah, know, it's, it's unclear still how you get money. I don't understand what we're trying to do here, which is part mm-hmm. of my problem with the show. Is like there was talk of money, and now there's no. We thought that they were going to have to try to figure out who was an f boy or who was a nice, um, a and nice guy. Revealed it. And we just got to fifth episode and now we know who everyone is and the show is like half over. Um, so I still don't understand how people get money in this show. But I was I was saying that I felt the best about um, Sarah and Josh, but I felt like she really friend zoned him. I'm very I confused. Do you like, like Josh? What's happening. I, like Josh. I really like Josh because he's like, he he's not like toxic in that like, you know, he gets super, super jealous and like lashes yeah. out. Like when they were in that boat and she was like spent the date talking about okay. how Garrett was a fuck boy and yeah. has a girlfriend and all this shit. Like he didn't make it about himself. He listened and he like had his confessional where he was like, I don't know why she's spending this yes. date talking about Garrett, but I'm going to use this yes. to show her that I'm like yes. supportive. And I was yes. like, okay, that's how you do this. He's very so I really like intelligent him. as well yes. as intelligent. intelligent. And I love that yes. shit. Yes. I he's love like, that. He's like, look, even when uh, she picked, was it Chris, that weirdo? She picked yeah. Chris with her. <laughs> Frank, yeah. hey, can we talk about that for one second? Because at the end of the first batch of episodes, Sarah was like, bye, Chris, you're going home. And CJ had to cause a whole situation to send this. Matt home to save Chris. And yeah. now Sarah's like, Chris, do you want to come on an overnight date with me? You yeah. just sent him home. I don't know what's yeah. going on with Sarah. Sarah has low self-esteem. The thing is, Sarah's just there is how I feel about out of the women. Oh, that's interesting. I feel like Sarah is just there, but I like her being just there more than I like whatever Nikki is doing. But um, I like Josh because he was he he is set because he knows he's on a game show, but he also is like really invested as a man. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a very sweet kind of balance that he's figured out. Right. Like he's likable. He's smart. He understands what's going on and he understands how he should do it but also manages to be authentic the whole time. So when he, when Sarah took Chris on the date to the bat to the hot tub and was grossed out by him. He was so weird. Like, why was he such an angry? Like, why? Sorry. Why would you lick whipped cream off of me? Like, why is that you want to do right away? She even they've not had like any like a drip of sexual tension between them up until that point. Like that's like out of nowhere. When Chris said, I look good in a hot tub, I was like, I'm gonna smack your face. Like, yeah. Everyone looks good in a, like what do you if you look good out of a hot tub you look good in a hot what's the difference also, honestly I don't look good in a hot tub I look sweaty uh, I hot. saw you do a hot tub stream and you looked <laughs> fine okay but your boots looked incredible but also like it's so stupid to be on a show where they cast you for being good looking and being like I'm good looking you know what I'm saying like yeah, like you're, look look at know. who you're standing next to like what yeah. are you flexing yeah. about. Yes. But what I liked was he was like, I didn't expect her to take Chris on the date, but obviously it means I need to step up. So I'm going to do that. And I was like, this guy, I'm into yeah. it. So I yes. like this gosh, as your Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know that they're like super into each other, but I feel like they have like they, listen, sometimes they the be best, him. The best sure, re- I think. Well, I think he's definitely into her, but like 
she's and I don't know if it's because of the Garrett shit and that's like clouding but her why vision. Why is she yeah, in she to Garrett? Garrett's ugly. Garrett because is ugly. They're two like white blonde people. Yeah, yes. I think I, like, think, I, think, that, I think that there's a, like it's frustrating sometimes to watch shows like these as a black person because it's like there are all these dynamics that I pick up on that I don't think producers pick up on or the editors pick up mm-hmm. on or the audience in general picks up on. I I'm like, okay, CJ doesn't date black dudes. Uh, Sarah barely dates black. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, like, I, like there are things that I want to talk to you about, but I'm wondering if I'm being a sellout by mentioning, mentioning them to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like, uh, I don't think Sarah, I think Sarah is intimidated by Joss's blackness because it's very clear that he should be the person she's focused on. Mm-hmm. What He's is the best about- one. Like, but not unless there's like producer in her ear being like, keep Garrett around because like this is a good storyline. I don't understand how you're keeping this guy around when you have someone like. Yeah, but she could keep Garrett around and not be so like, oh, but I think maybe like it could be like, oh, I want to get to the bottom of it, not like the way she is. But um, yeah, sorry, you were in the middle of a point, Ray. Yeah, sorry, but it's just like it's just um. Yeah, they're just things like you pick up on or like um, or, you know, like, I guess I I just can't explain it. It's just things, you know, as a black woman that you're just like, OK, all right, I get this dynamic here or you or um, one of my friends framed it this way. She was like, you can see the black dudes using their work voice, their white people corporate voice to try and get chosen or whatever in ways that like sucks you know what i'm saying like og og jared you don't talk like that i hope you don't talk like that you know what i'm saying well yeah and that and that's the thing too where it's like um just because of the society we live in people feel like they have to change the way they speak or act in a certain way um to get chosen colin is okay Okay. i feel bad talking i feel bad talking to two white women about this but we will listen and just learn. It's no, fun. no, no. I don't need this to be like, a, oh, we're going to hear you, whatever. No. Oh, no, not in a weird way, but because I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> because like Colin is a, God forgive me, nigga. He's a straight up nigga. Like he is a man who knows he's fine and blows through attractive, light-skinned black women. Like I know exactly his type. He's a barber slash model slash whatever, actor, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's all and- the slashes. You're like, why are there so many? Why are there so many sashes? Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, that's the one thing I don't like about the show. Everyone's obviously trying to get famous. And the only person that that is successful on is CJ. She knows how to make a TV show, but she's mm-hmm. also older than everyone else. Right. With the exception of maybe Sean and a couple of people. But, yeah, I think so. But like, so she's very savvy in a way that's very useful, but everybody else is trying to be famous and don't necessarily know how to be savvy in that way. But Colin is faking. I know men like Colin. <laughs> Colin could literally ruin my life, and I know that he would. <laughs> he would. Yeah, of yeah. course he's an F-boy. We knew. <laughs> but not only is he an F-boy, but he's... I don't think he's just an... I think he's a terrorist. And he's, like, on this show... Pretending to be something he's not. Mm-hmm. Listen, 
Um, I guess the closest I can think, I think the most, okay, the most accessible uh, reference I can make is, um, you guys went to college, I'm assuming. Yes. I could be wrong. This is not judgment. Do you remember how the athletes acted when you were at school? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I I went to a super artsy school, so I didn't. Oh. I, there oh, weren't a whatever. lot of athletics. Uh, okay, the school I went to, the football players uh, were they were a different level than everybody. Okay. Else. Our sport so. was rowing. Okay, so no one oh, was okay. no one was okay. better than sorry, anyone. Sorry, you went to a <laughs> shitty school. Too. I know you, you went to a school <laughs> where they play Olympic sports. The sports yeah. we all see every four years. <laughs> like, listen, water okay, polo. my school water polo. <laughs> We did but, not have football. <laughs> See, my school every year would get to the five. They would win for the West of Canada and then go to Quebec and lose to yeah, the school in Quebec it. every single year. But they were like the second best team. Okay. So you went to a school where athletics mattered. Yeah. Do you, Canada and America have it different. It is different. It is different. It is, yeah. But do you remember how the black athletes were? See, and this is the thing where the school I went to, there were very few black people in the school I went to, which is such a problem, like not good. Um, But there I would say that most of the black people at my university were in the athletics department. And yeah, it's a a different it's a different different swagger. It's a different life. Right. And so I don't think. Colin actually was a black athlete at school. At least that's not what I get gathered from his bio, mm-hmm. but he moves like a black college football player. Like his energy is like that. And it's like a very specific thing that I reject aggressively. Um. Well, and it's, I think it's the thing too, where like a lot of that's like, swagger would come from like an athlete right but also just from being so aggressively good look oh wait not me looking at his instagram and he uh was a football player oh was he <laughs> literally there we it go. Says in his in his instagram bio it says ut20 shut football. up i'm not kidding Which you, you clocked him you clocked him oh yeah. shit well you see I'll get to the Twitter stuff now. He called, he tried to call me ugly on Twitter. And I was Pardon like, me. I know this guy. Yeah. So here's the thing. We, I didn't, I didn't like, um, I didn't like Colin from watching the show. And I know that I'm in the minority on this opinion, but I don't like OG Jared, but I thought that the way that everyone went at him in was it episode five or episode six? Was Where they me- tried to get him mad on purpose. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was very whack. I hated mm-hmm. that a lot. It was not okay. For me, it was, do I think he's lying? Of course. He's not falling in love with this girl. It's a fucking TV show. Yeah. Yes. Okay, and Nakia's whack for thinking that anybody fell in love with her when a hundred thousand dollars is on the line. How Girl, long has it been? Like a week? Two weeks? Well, also she was twisting words where she kept on being like, "He said he loves me," and, and I was like, "Ah, he that. did not say that. He did not mm-hmm. say that. He said I'm falling for you because he didn't want to get eliminated." Girl, yeah. we all saw it. And I mm-hmm. loved. Sorry, to, sorry to distract you. I loved. 
um, OG Jared's way of being like, yeah, I said I was falling, which means my heart is open, open. to maybe yeah. feeling something. Yeah. For you. That back paddle, though. Language? Is that fuck boy language? Yes. There's yeah. room for a woman to infer things so she'll give of herself more than yes. she probably yeah. should. Yeah, but they called that out. The men did call that out right. They just didn't need to do what they did. Well, so my frustration with that scenario was this. Colin is doing the exact same thing OG Jared is doing. So my thing is, y'all both came on the show as fuckboys, right? Mm -hmm. And you thought you had a leg up. And then you saw Jared closing in on you. And so now we need to cause a scene. Why are we why are we ganging up and causing a scene? Because his F-boy game, slightly different, but still F-boy game, is working just as much as yours. Well, and also now they're trying to do this thing where it's like, they do I have to save you from the other yes, one. They do we're like, okay, too. we're all yeah. F-boys, but I'm but like I'm the one that's seeing through the other exactly. person's bullshit. So tell me, so. so tell me how different Colin is from Chris. If we, well, except I think Chris gave more accurate information. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> and, and Colin waited until everything was exposed yes. and his back was against the wall and he had nothing. He exactly. had nothing. So, he had to so prove what? something. Well, so and, sorry. And uh, just the last point to which obviously like, I feel like you're going to get to anyways, is it's like Colin knows what it means to try and brand another black man as aggressive on the show. Like he understands that he knows the implications of that. Like I'm sure Colin wouldn't want to be called aggressive or have that like microaggression. Against I do him, think, I do think that to him. OG Jared is his temper is whack. Well, they'd already seen. Yes, they like, already seen the a reality show. Like, there's another layer of that okay, where like, the sure. audience but, is going to see it and judge it in a in a different, different way. way. And he's yeah. darker than he's darker than Colin as well. And they had seen the Jared versus Jared thing that happened. And I did not like that. That was so they're like issue. they're like Ooh. let's get him going again. Like we know what we know how to push this guy's buttons. So like I had another going Twitter to... fight with that Jared too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. So, Ray versus Jared. You're in the Twitter stream. Girl, I didn't invite it. Girl, I didn't invite it. I think so. Um, so with with Colin and OG Jared, it just pissed me off because it felt like Colin felt himself losing, and so he needed to. His behavior wasn't concerned for Nikia. It was a sore loser shit. You know what I mean? So I didn't like that. So this is what happened with Colin on Twitter. Um, okay. And I took screenshots because someone informed me that he deleted everything. <gasps> okay. You always take screenshots Keep when the there's receipts. an interaction happening that you're like, I'm going to need to show somebody. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, I never take screenshots because I think screenshots are insane. I think it's weird to have other people's words in your phone. Like, well, I think, like what are you going to do with it, right? Are you going to keep like a million screenshots in your yeah, phone? that is. That is so weird. But somebody was like, oh, he deleted everything. And I was like, oh, this is going to be useful later for a podcast. That's the only reason. I I, if someone's being a dick to me, I'm screenshotting it. Oh, I'm like, really? I, I want to remember if you ever change your tune with me. Again. Oh, okay. I will never forget this oh, shit. So petty. I love it. Okay. So the, the Colin situation. So um, I was live tweeting, watching uh, the second batch of episodes on Friday night. And um, so 
I think Nikki is whack. I think she's so whack. I think she's insanely beautiful. I think she's so whack as a person. She is a bad picker, but also like she weirdly takes moral stances on the use, like the most useless issue. Like it just like, I just think she's corny. I just, I don't, I don't have anything, but I just think she's corny. Um, so we finally get to the big blow up with Colin and Jared and Nakia somewhere in there. First of all, she could have very easily mediated that. You guys stop arguing. None of this impresses me. But she like stormed off in a very she's 28. She's too old for that, in my opinion. <laughs> when she gets on the table and you're like, what are yeah, you doing? like, girl, what are you doing? This is loser shit. I don't know. I just I just think she's corny. I just think she's corny. I think she's absolutely stunning, though. But I just think she's corny. But anyway, so I said, um, I don't think I like Colin much. Um, I don't like OG Jared either. His temper is a bad, bad look. So then Colin, these guys search their names on hashtags. Of course. Of very course. amateur thing to do. And I learned the hard way. So I don't want it to seem like I'm a hypocrite. But the first season of Black Lady Sketch Show, I searched the hashtag and cussed everybody out. So... This is me knowing from experience that it's a bad look to do that because you can't argue people into liking you. And when you release stuff to the public, they're entitled to their opinions about it. You don't, you know what I'm saying? You shouldn't get to run interference, in my opinion, just because you're an, as, as long as someone's not lying about you or making up something, I think you just let people have their opinions and you let them have their, uh, social media space to discuss it that's theirs i respect especially if they're not tagging you yes i never tag anybody that is a very important thing to me if you don't if you purposely wanted to talk to your friends and didn't directly insult me god bless you talk about the thing that you want to talk about great Mm -hmm. so i said what I just said to you guys about not liking Colin or OG Jarrett, whatever. So Colin searches his name and he's like, what I do. And I basically told him, I think that you're inauthentic. Uh, I don't know if anybody else is fooled by him, but from the first episode, I was like, sums off about this guy. Um, whatever. So I explained that I thought he was inauthentic and that I thought it was whack that you guys are both F boys, but you're trying to paint Jared as worse than you. Like, it just seemed whack to me. And then he says very rudely, mind you, he asked me why I didn't like him. Yeah, he started it. He started it. Yeah. So then he goes, I think you haven't been watching close enough, but that's fine. What you don't understand is not my problem. Okay, sassy. Okay, nose ring. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and I'm like, you're the dirt dork who searched your name in the hashtag and asked my opinion. Don't catch an attitude because you got an answer you didn't like, right? Then he goes, you're wasting your time watching me, but okay, which is stupid. You want me to watch you. That's like, That's you the want whole point. You want to be, and I go, there are like 40 people on that damn show. I tune in mainly for CJ. Get a grip, you dork. I love calling people dorks. No, I like it. I like <laughs> yeah. it a lot. And then he goes, nice profile pic, laughing my ass off. Have a lovely day. So it's like, okay, now you're calling me ugly. And I'm like, Colin, you're a loser. This is sad. 
Well, right. God forbid you have a profile picture where you show an emotion. Are you supposed to, you should be smiling for these men. But also like a guy like him thinks calling or implying that a girl is unattractive is an insult because it's like a cool flag on Boy Island. And he goes, get a life. And I'm like, a man who searches his name under a hashtag for a trashy reality show and asked me why I didn't like his character on the show is telling me to get a life. This is loser shit, Colin. I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, and then he goes, have a blessed day. You save, stay safe. And then I go condescending, have a blessed day after starting a fight. Fuck boy, indeed. Like, you, like, of course a guy like him would think asking me about his character on the show. First of all, I am talking about the character on the show. I don't know this man, yeah. but I know yeah. he was a character on the show. You're yeah. edited. You are still yeah. edited. And yeah. then also I didn't say fuck Colin or Colin ain't shit. I said, I don't like Colin much. I didn't call him anything. I didn't call him. I think the worst I called him was whack or I said, Colin sucks. Like I didn't say he was a, terrible human being or whatever but for me any man who calls a woman ugly to win an argument or implies a woman is ugly or something like that to win an argument is super whack so if you were trying to convince me that my read on you was wrong you, you failed did. you failed <laughs> because my response to i'm not saying that i would have a sweet response to me but if somebody said i was inauthentic on a show about sussing out fuck boys versus nice guys i'd be like keep watching or your read is wrong or whatever you know yeah. something like that or you would say nothing because you have better things to do with your life than search for your name in a hashtag yes. or an hbo and try to convince strangers like to go like talk you. to your yeah. like 5000 instagram followers Colin, like cj and and um Nikki yeah, have more followers than him on Instagram too. I thought it was just on Twitter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he wait, let me let me confirm. I'm gonna I'm gonna confirm because I don't want to give false news because I am a journalist, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> <laughs> I love he's the only person using the hashtag um Colin F Boy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's so funny. He's what? And it's like the reason I don't think he's I don't think Nakia likes him as a person. I think she thinks he's hot and likes kissing him. And he reinforced that for me. They I know it's stupid to expect that there would be anything more deep than these shallow sexual attractions to people on this show. But oh, yeah, you know, you crush him in Instagram followers too. You have a couple thousand on him. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Here's uh, and so it's just like, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I'm an actually accomplished person. You're not going to make me feel bad for not being as pretty as the woman you want to dog out on TV. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It was just I, I something about him just gave inauthentic. And you know, remember I was talking about the corporate voice. I know Colin don't talk like that. Colin don't talk like that, but he keeps doing the like um, in the confessionals. He's like. Um, you know, like Nakia hasn't kissed me yet and it's an obstacle. Why is her not being ready to kiss you an obstacle? Like what he's used to his looks getting him what he wants. Yeah. And 
he's not prepared for an ugly girl to not think he's dope. And that's a mistake when you want to be a public figure, right? Like you're the one who talked about wanting to, I guess, uh, what's it? Be famous with Nakia. That's why she dumped the water on you. Because you kept talking about your influencer possibilities with her and not who she we was. both do hair or something. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and then it's very is my, shallow. Well, this is my issue with with Nakia is that she understandably is like these guys like are saying very like vapid things about like our connection that have nothing to do with me. But like, I don't feel like I'm getting a ton from Nakia about how like these men either where it's like oh we have like you know when we're kissing like everything around me melts um and we get that and we get i'm trying to figure out if this person is an f boy or not exactly i don't get a lot of like her really reading their personality either like think about it could og jared work on you if you were anybody with sense could he possibly work on you if you were anybody in sense? He sounds like he's lying all the fucking time. Okay. <laughs> not, I'm not defending him at all, but I feel like when you are the one being lied to versus seeing someone lie to somebody else, like it's so easy to, for us to be like, oh yeah, obviously they're all F boys. They all suck. They're all lying. I see. I, I just, I feel like if someone is lying straight to my face, I'd probably believe them because I'm an idiot. But she is so pretty. Men have been lying to her her whole life. <laughs> well, that's what she's been saying. She's like, I've paid my dues. And, okay. and she, the, for the person who's been the most obsessed of trying to figure out all she does is talk about, I'm trying to figure out if this person's an F-boy. She's been saying since the beginning she got F-boy vibes from Colin. The the guys she yeah. was narrowing down all ended up being F boys. Like so Nakia is record. shallow too. Is ultimately what you should conclude from that. And she's she's just as vapid as the people she's complaining about. Because if you had learned your lesson, you know what I'm saying. How old is she? Like 28 or something like that. If she had learned her lesson and she was on the show to really find a husband, this would not be complicated for her. Greg with his heart haircut, Drake, very obviously a fun <laughs> boy. Do not trust a man who caresses his beard as much as he does. Okay. It's a nice beard. Okay. Oh, his, his beard's like a little too long for me personally. It's, it's a little long, long, but it's like I mean they showed do you remember that clip that they showed us for us in the interstitial when they have the men like doing their thing and he's washing his beard, you dork? What are you doing? Like what he's you, shampooing his face. Yeah, like what are you doing? Yeah, that's I not know, Instagram content. <laughs> I know okay. you gotta tender take care of your beard, but like bruh. No. Can can we um talk about um, sorry, this is a complete sidetrack. Can we talk about CJ putting Casey in the bottom two just to prove a point and then Nikki being like, oh, all six of you are going home? I think production went in her ear right then. Like, I think Nikki, you know, do these hosts of these shows, I know they read teleprompters, but they also have people in their ear, right? I think so, they, yeah, because she was must. like, wait, uh, Charlie is saying he's a nice guy? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think, I think production was like, okay, we were going to save the the whole double elimination or whatever um, for another week, but this is too juicy. She's in a funeral outfit. Let's send them all home, you know. And and also, like I love the punishing of um, like punishing them 
for doing the like, you're in the doghouse by putting you in my bottom two, but I'm definitely not eliminating you. you. I'm just doing this as a signal to say like, you better shape up. And they're like, oh, well, I guess you fucked up. They're all going. Yes. <laughs> CJ's like, wait, that, what? That was hey, she's like, how dare you eliminate me? And CJ's like, I didn't. <laughs> but she then didn't. the next. I thought, I thought Casey was in the wrong in that situation. And oh, oh, 100%. No, no, no. Because like, the thing is, in theory, it's not great for someone to tell their like love interest who they could be friends with. I get that. But yes. the way Casey came at CJ being like, well, you know, like I'm a man and we're equal partners. And we okay. like, listen, yeah. you're not official boyfriend, girlfriend. Like you were in a situation where CJ has so, all of the power. You have to go with her. I was on C I was on Casey's side when he <gasps> was talking in confessional about it and pointing out like I felt like she was trying to tell me who I can't can hang out with and I don't I don't love that when he was explaining it that way I was like yeah this is kind of messed up like what Garrett's doing has nothing to do with him and I don't know why she's making that an issue between the two of you when it has nothing to do with you so I was taking Casey's side there however his execution of trying to have that conversation was messy but I kind of wasn't on either of their side on how they handled that conversation because he didn't do a good job of like, he was definitely being like, you know, all of these other guys are going to let you like step all over, over them. But like, that's not going to happen with me. I'm like, okay, you don't say it that way. Like that's, that's not the right way. But He's also like, the way that she. Listen, babe, I yeah. I can't have someone telling me what to do. But how she handled it also wasn't good either. And so I felt like the whole situation was a disaster. But I will say, like, I like I do think there was merit to what Casey was saying, because I I think that she was getting weirdly fixated on. I, I didn't understand why what Garrett did or didn't do being a problem between the two of them. Oh, that's interesting. I actually am 100% on her side. I actually think Casey had no merit. I think if they were in the real world, he might have some. But that's fair. But I think like this is like like a you know like a pressure cooker where like you know they're going through this weird experience and like they become very close with these people and so he's like I don't know what his life is like outside of here but like I can't sit next to my friend. Well, so the thing is, one Casey was a loser for not sitting next to his friend just because his girl walked in. That's loser mm-hmm. shit, you sucker! You gave in already, and now you're trying to flex later. Or you just you yeah. had time to think about it. You wanted to feel like a man, boy. Mm-hmm. Bye. I love Casey, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Casey's the one that I'm ashamed that I think is hot. And- oh, so we're on the same page there. Perfect. And yeah, then, yeah. Then, he's. I I think he's so adorable. I would totally fall for it. And Sean is my I want to win. Um, but, uh, my thing about Casey is this, if this were the real world, I would agree with you, but here we are on a show where we're all competing to win over the heart of some woman or a hundred thousand dollars, right? Uh, after taxes, maybe 50 K and then you would split it with a girl. So 25 K, but it still counts. Okay. Still money. We don't even know if that's how it works, but right? yeah. I don't. it's <laughs> like too hot to handle. They will not tell us how the payout works until it is time to give it. And we have to just accept it. They're hot Perfect. dummies on an island. It's fine. And so, so my thing is you're here for me 
and you suddenly think that your bond with this stranger is bigger than the mission that you're on the show for. I think that's whack. It's very clear that Casey and CJ are super into each other. People weren't even approaching CJ because they knew it was so locked in. So here you are coasting to $100,000 and you're defending a very clear fuckboy. And it's not like you're defending him on characteristics that maybe somebody misinterpreted or, you know what I'm saying? Here he is trying to make a good guy out of a guy who we know, obviously Casey doesn't, we know via confessional is garbage and is faking it for $100,000. And is only there to win the game. There's no argument that you can make to justify his behavior within the parameters of the show. Now, if this was real life and go and he goes, um, listen, I don't have anything to do with what my friend does. I love him for different reasons than you might get to know him. Then I can understand making that case. But we are here for the express purpose of falling in love, quote unquote, or winning $100,000 on the way to falling in love. You've demonstrably been terrible to a woman. Somebody sold you out. It's one thing to go. I didn't know he was like that. My bad. I'm not going to disown him. But Casey was in there trying to defend him. That's a different. Yeah, I feel like I didn't notice the defending of him because oh, okay. I felt like I was trying to like, I don't. I don't recall what scenes Casey was just being like, he's a great guy. Definitely didn't have a girlfriend because. Oh, he did that twice. immediately. Immediately. Um, CJ was like, your boy, like, what's this about? So I, I was kind of confused about like where that came from because I felt like in the, in the next episode, she was like, he was like, I didn't know about this. Like, yeah, I, said, I didn't know. Yeah. I don't believe him that he didn't know, to be honest with you. Ooh, I don't. Okay. I don't believe him that he didn't know. You can't, you can't firmly, he's my best friend in the house and I know he's a good guy if you didn't know. How did Casey, best friend in the house, know, but the person we barely saw get camera time knew enough to tell? That's a good point. Yeah, how but the hell did that I also Matt think know? that these guys are shallow and not talking about this kind of stuff. Oh, you think yeah, so? Yeah, but like, but how did Matt know about it if Casey didn't know about it? That's a really good point. Like, how, yeah. how do you justify, I don't know. Um, and, and I Sarah, like that is gross sticking together, and then that makes me distrust Casey because we found out Casey's also a fuck boy. Yeah. Ugh, and I yeah. and again, I feel like I queued that up in the first batch where I was like, mm, I'm really into Casey. He must be an F boy. Yes, of course. I was like, <laughs> the way the way that he ex- like I didn't want him to. I swear to God, I didn't want him to be a fuck boy. But do you yeah. remember? When they were on that paddle boat or whatever, yes, and he was yes. talking about when he explained to her that he used to be a bad guy when uh, he was in high school, but he's different now. Yeah, like what two days ago, they're bad <laughs> in high school and then instantly good right after. Yes, yeah, that's yes, how that like, Hello, when okay. you go to college, looking like you, you're a sweet kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gets worse. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, go ahead. Sorry, no, no, no. You go ahead. So it was just like, and then also like, let's be real. Like, I think there's an, I watch reality TV through like a production lens. Not that I don't enjoy it as a viewer, but I'm always thinking about what's happening with production that we don't see that's shaping the show. And I think it's like very clear that we're on a reality TV show and the game is that the women are in control. So you're a fucking idiot. 
if you're sitting here acting like the power dynamics aren't so. So here it is. Here's a woman you have to uh, protect or a a woman you have to uh, impress. And her interest is in protecting the other woman on the cast who this is focused on. And you see her show you that that is her goal or her intention in this moment. And you dummy can't identify that she's invested in protecting her co-star and you're trying to insist on your manhood on a show that asks you to embarrass yourself by calling yourself a fuckboy in national television. This is where you want to assert yourself as a man. You're Come on, Casey, you stupid as hell. I don't know. I just thought it was so stupid. I just thought it was so stupid. I, no, I agree. Um, but yeah, so Casey gets sent home uh, purely because uh, CJ's like, well, I'm going to show him that he's in the doghouse. And then all the production punishing home. her for yes. playing with one of the most important storylines that they had. Just absolutely beautiful. And I loved everything about it. Well, it's and- funny that CJ pipes up when Chris was about to be eliminated. And she's like, no, no, this can't happen. Why didn't she fight harder against this decision? Right. Well, like, I think- They were sending everyone home. Yeah. There wasn't any she- case why couldn't she be like, I'll swap them out for someone else here. If you want to get rid of oh, six, I'll point. choose somebody Ooh. else. Like, that would have been the- amazing. The- the rules were negotiable. Like, Absolutely. why couldn't you know what I mean? Like, Maybe we already production told her she couldn't negotiate. That's what like I was saying. Again. I'm like, something is something's happening here. Yeah, she might have I gotten in trouble thought, for being difficult. That's exactly <laughs> true. They're like, none of this. You can't but argue also, with us anymore. I thought, but also, CJ seems like somebody who knows how to make good television, and I think oh, she yeah. would have gone along with that. But mm-hmm. the thing that bothered me in that moment, like removing the reality TV aspect of it. Boy, you were out here chasing me hard, okay? You wanted everything CJ was about, right? CJ dumps you, and now she's the most terrible person in the world. She doesn't deserve any of the men in this house. If you think such terrible things about me, why are you mad? I think that people, when people get get rejected or they get hurt, they choose to fixate on the 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 little glimpses of negative traits that they that they've been you know trying to like they 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 spin it in a way so that they can feel better Better about about their decision yeah so so they're like you know what i like you don't deserve me and and you don't deserve any of these so then why listen I feel you. I've done it. I've lashed out when I've been rejected. Absolutely 1000%. Great. You don't get to hitchhike back to me then. You done, yeah. you lashed out like a child when I dumped you on a game show. Mm-hmm. You understand the premise of this show? You understand <laughs> what we're doing here? I don't think some of them do. <laughs> right? That's true. But like, like it wasn't just Oh, he responded poorly. He really went in. She's shallow. She doesn't deserve the men. Why would you go back to a person who you think those things about? Like, um, because Nikki Glazer is an incredible therapist, <laughs> and she has managed to get him to a place where he's 
realized his wrongdoing yeah. and now he needs to run. <laughs> not a coconut. Yeah. Okay. There's something about Limbro that really gets you thinking. <laughs> yes, because they're definitely sleeping there. They're, they are oh, they're absolutely certainly not they're, sleeping there. No they're weirdly there's showered. No <laughs> they're clean. Yeah. The sand is very, very clean there. There's not a lot of dust getting on them for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> exactly one cot but they're all there they're, yeah. yeah they take turns they sleep in shifts no they're in a cuddle puddle okay <laughs> they all lay on top of each other to sleep in one uh one cot is totally fine um something else that was kind of like a theme of the first few episodes is colin just getting so mad anytime he didn't get what he wanted. like he'll be like oh yes. i just i deserved the overnight date i deserve this um d- specifically what stands out in my mind is that um is that confessional where he's frustrated he didn't get a kiss yet and Mm -hmm. I'm like why are you so entitled no I think I uh I feel like he was getting kisses and then OG Jared was mad that he wasn't getting kisses but there was there is a specific confessional where he talks about because OG Jared gets mad that she finally kissed because remember, it was a saga for her and Colin. Nakia and Colin had yes. a saga where she wouldn't kiss him. And then Nakia's first kiss with Colin is when OG Jared gets mad. So it's like right. a yes, yes, yes. storyline. Hey, I'm just confusing both of them. Yeah. Yes, because they're both dickheads. Yes, um, you're another right. reason why I didn't understand why Colin got so mad. You're mad because his game is also working. Mm-hmm. But there was like I remember there was specifically a confessional where he was like oh I haven't gotten a kiss yet and it's frustrating me because but it's like just another obstacle or something like that and I was like why are you frustrated you don't get a kiss why is everything an obstacle like stop it yes like I like I don't know like I do think that the show is doing wonders to subvert the genre, but there's still some like entitled because when you get men, it just is what it is. Society mm-hmm. has raised people a certain way. And so you're going to get patriarchal elements, even if you sort of designed the show otherwise. So there's yes. that, but also, you know, that was also part of why I resisted the first episode. I was so fucking turned off when they had all the men sort of standing there in a group. Mm-hmm on the other side of the pool from Nikki. So, okay, here's a barrier, a whole pool. We respect Nikki. She's on the other side there. Mm-hmm. But the women, oh, we're just going to parade them in front of this group of guys. Yeah. We're going to catcall them while they're barely clothed. I thought that was so disgusting. Like, I just think in that situation, you're one of the men on this show. You should have the common sense to realize maybe don't like catcall these women. Like, that was so gross you're right you're right it was like it was such a bizarre thing because it seemed so incongruous with the rest of the premise Mm -hmm. of the show it was just like okay we're gonna parade these women even if you paraded the women because obviously this is about good-looking people wanting to fuck each other right yeah if you were if you were gonna every other moment on the show when nikki's on camera with the women there's a divide nikki and the women are over here and the men are over here so why in the introductory moments of the show did we give the separation for nikki but not for it just felt like a weird yeah and i think that's something that like the production team probably wouldn't have even thought about how it is displayed like and how others would view it i think that's that's a really um smart 
But I'd be point. looking for stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I was well, saying, yeah, because if you were in production of a team of like a show like this, you'd be looking to protect the contestants and right. not like Imagine. take advantage of them. Well, and I was I was saying like after I watched the premiere, I was like I felt very confused by that whole scene because I was like I felt like the women didn't even know what they were supposed to do in that moment. Okay. Like you know, like one of them just strutted by. Yes. One of them stopped and like you know like Blurted like touched a them bit. a bit and mm-hmm. stuff, and it was like it was very confusing what the point of that was. Yeah. Yes. Also, can we have a show where, like, we do we always have to start start things off in bikinis and high heels? Yes. Like, They're I'm just saying, like, naked. wait, that's not what you wear. <laughs> <laughs> you don't wear a sarong in <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I want anyone listening to this podcast to just know that I spend my life in a bikini and high heels. I clean my house in a bikini and high heels all the time. It's ju- it's my go-to outfit. I just I just think like these people are attractive and we're going to see them in bathing suits at some point anyway. Why do we have to start it that way? I feel like yes. meeting people on the very like your introduction to people um in a bikini and high heels it's i don't know maybe i just don't understand because i'm not hot but like i just don't know <laughs> you are hot like, Jenny, stop it no. take it back how dare you but i you know will what not I'm allow saying. this it's like i don't like think that's how that i want to kind meet. of sex pot tv right yeah like not getting like cast on love island or life, hot. island america Listen, canada whoever's listening jenny you are <laughs> like Okay, this isn't about me. I'm just Botox injectable away from reality TV hot. Okay, saying like why? Like these people are attractive. There are going to be numerous opportunities to have them in their bathing suits if you think that that's really going to be attracting certain people to this show. Which I don't even feel like at this point it really matters. Mm -hmm. Um, Why are you like? starting the show off this way because I feel like this show has like a little bit something to it where it's kind of make well it's not more it's more than a little bit of something it's kind of making fun of these other shows yes exactly it's and so so it's like why not do things a little bit differently yes that was that was a weird thing I was like oh this is very strange because the show is on purpose trying to put all the power in the women's hands but here you are disempowering them in the first shot we see of them you have them walking a cat calling line that is so strange and the and I honestly low-key didn't even notice it except for how uncomfortable Sarah looked walking the line if Mm -hmm. you know because CJ loved it okay she loved that shit so like CJ looked very comfortable and Nakia she's been a bad bitch obviously her whole life so she she walked it very comfortably but Sarah she I like Sarah because she's very normal in that way like she's obviously an attractive attractive woman but she's the closest to like relatable of the three and Mm -hmm. it was like very clear she didn't quite know what to do up there and that was when it clicked where I was like oh this is awkward this is awkward (laughs) and I just didn't understand the ultimately not like capital M trying to cancel the show but like the misogynist introduction to a show that's ultimately subverting the patriarchy in whatever way that it's doing just seemed like an odd choice especially since the show doesn't do any more of that all those interstitials 
objectify the men. They show them lifting weights. They show them showering, dancing, whatever. So I didn't understand how we had to start with uh, objectifying the women that, you know, it just seems like a weird choice in that moment. I, yeah, the vibe really changes after yeah, that. Yes, and then, and then like, you know, Nikki is so very clothed. She's very yeah. not naked. It's such a mm-hmm. bizarre thing. You know? It's yeah, it's I really weird. Forever, but. It's it's well, there's just I feel like there's only a couple more things that happened that we should talk about. I think it's at the second elimination, they eliminate nobody and just expose who all the nice guys and the F boys are. So I think we should run through who the nice guys and the F boys are. So the nice guys left are uh Josh, Fernando, New Jared, and Sean. Luke Jared um, is not a nice guy. Well, but that's the thing is that's the problem. When you let the men self-identify, the worst men you've ever met will say they're nice guys. Yes. And that's and what I'm, I'm saying sure that- is like, why didn't the production have any decision here? Well, so, like- but what's weird is they cast the nice guys and F boys from different pools. They pretended they were two different shows and cast yes. them separately. And oh, then, okay. And and then brought them in, but it's like regardless of what show you are casting men on, the ones that are self-identifying as nice, they're going to be the worst people you've ever met in your entire yes. life. Have you mm-hmm. ever met a man who called himself nice? That's a red flag. And had and, tri- <laughs> and treated you well. Like the people who treated me best romantically knew they wasn't shit and were trying. <laughs> yes. 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 The thing is, if someone is genuinely nice and good, they don't have to tell you that. They will show you that with their actions. They're not going to be like, oh, I'm a nice guy. No, you're not. You're nothing. Also, you need to insist. Would a nice guy try to wing pussy in $100,000 on TV? No, they'd be like, I'm lucky to be around a woman. Okay. (laughs) That's just... And New Jared, let's talk about New Jared for a quick second. New Jared is a handsome, ethnically ambiguous, but probably black dude from Miami. Where they make nice guys like that at? They don't make that... (laughs) They don't make that. Have you ever met a nice man from Miami who looks good? Miami is scam a city. An Instagram pop. You found him on Instagram and he told you you was he was a nice guy. You believed him? I'm such a Florida in general. Because that's the thing too is they cast the people like the quote unquote nice guys as people who are trying to go on a show to find love where we've seen year after year after year that the guys who go on those shows are not nice. No, they're not nice. But my immediate turnoff as a black woman um, of of new Jared was when he got into an argument with OG Jared, excuse me, he called OG Jared's hair nappy. My thing is this, you can diss each other on personality basis or whatever. Sorry, I'm burpy. And we've all been having a couple of drinks. <laughs> yeah. This wine is getting to you, girl. Um, <laughs> but OG Jared and him get into an argument. And if I remember correctly, I think that new Jared started 
it poking a little bit, but OGGI with his crazy temper, his narcissist crazy temper took it to the next level. I remember he called him a goober. Who calls uh, you? You were calling each other goobers. Yeah, I'm like, what is happening here? A, I was sitting here being like, wait, is goober a thing that's actually getting said again that I just like missed the boat? Like, I don't so understand. I love, I love a reintroduction of childish insults. I call people dorks and dweebs all the time. I think it's really fun. I just didn't know that we were comfortable reintroducing goober yet. But if we talk about goobers, I guess we'll goober. I just goober. goober always makes me think of um, Bojack Horseman, where the like goofy <laughs> neighbor was named Goober, and he'd be like, "Go exactly. home, Goober." Goober is such a goofy neighbor name, exactly. You know what I'm saying? But um, so my thing with New Jared is this is another thing that I think production can't be aware of if they're predominantly white. Is that Colorism is an issue. Featureism is another issue. Featureism would be that uh, features of black people that are traditionally African. So you're talking broad lips, you're talking uh, not broad lips, big lips, broad noses, tougher hair, 4C texture hair. So 4C would be the kinkiest hair texture. I have it. And Jared, in my opinion, looks mixed. Jared, new Jared, looks mixed. He looks like he has. And at least a grandparent or something that's white or um, Indian. He he looks like he has an Indian uh, history. To me, he looks like Caribbean mixed with Indian background. So like a lot of Trinidadian people look like him or, you know, Jamaican where they'll have like Asian in their ancestry. So that's what Jared looks like to me. I'm assuming I don't know anything about him personally. That's just what he looks like phenotypically to me. If you notice, even though his skin is very dark, he has very straight hair. Right? Yeah. And Jared, OG Jared, has hair like mine, 4C texture. He clearly locks it. I don't know if he twists it himself, but his hair is dreadlocked. And it looks like he hasn't done any uh, upkeep in recent times so his locks are kind of twisted at the end but his hair is kind of afro and fuzzy at the roots and when him and og jared are arguing he was like your hair looks nappy boy i don't know if he says boy let me not add that extra racist thing in there. <laughs> but when you call a black person nappy that is very derogatory uh because Nappy is a term that uh, slave owners used to use to describe the kink in hair like mine. And, um, you know, colorism is an issue people are tackling right now. Featureism is an issue people are tackling right now. And I thought that documentary Chris Rock did called Good Hair in 2012 or 11, whatever it was, did enough explaining of it. Good hair is a backwards ass term because people thought if you were mixed or if you had white features or whatever that your hair was good as opposed to hair like mine which is nappy and you can reclaim the term i use nappy for my hair because i'm trying to reclaim it the same way i use the n-word um it's not necessarily a great thing i'm embarrassed i use the n-word as much as i do but you know reclamation or whatever but jared clearly meant it as an insult when he called his hair nappy and so for you to be a black person who it it sounds like he isn't aware of the um 
connotations there, but you should be. And for you to be not only calling another black man, a black man darker with more curly hair than you nappy, but around all these white people you doing that, that was suck a shit to me. It, I immediately got turned off. But like aside from that, you know, if that's not the baggage that you're bringing to watching the show, that's my own issue, you know. Um, he seems too slick. Don't he feel used car salesman to you? Well, he well, does. And that's the thing. I said, I think he's hot. That means I know. I know <laughs> that he's bad and a problem because I'm and CJ to is legitimately shocked that he that he's is a, a nice guy. Nice she's, guy. Like, she's like, I'm sorry. Like, I completely wrote you off because yes. I assumed that you were mm-hmm. garbage and that you were an F boy. Um, and she suddenly starts like perking up a little okay, bit. And when... that's so weird. I we've got to talk about how weird it is that CJ's like, oh, well, now I think New Jared might be a positive person in my life. You've seen how Wait, he but acts. Don't you like that? Wait, but don't you like that? That she hears a guy's a nice guy and she shifts her tune. That's what we want Nakia to do. Yeah, but is he actually a nice guy? <laughs> no, he's a slick one. Well, that's the thing. It's <laughs> like if you're getting those vibes, it's yes. for a reason. It's like, for a reason, yeah. yeah. He's yeah, like, but I, I don't know. They've had bad reads on other. Just people go be with like, Sean, really please. Nice go be with Sean. The thing <laughs> is, I don't want my CJ. I love me some CJ, but I don't want my CJ to ruin my Sean. Okay, Sean. Now he's clearly a terrible person because he's yeah, on he's the on the show, show. right? What, what if he's just like a really attractive person who's That's nice, and his my friends own? are just like. That smile, that smile, that smile. It's, (laughs) uh, if, if, listen, if he's a contortionist, right? At work on the street. Listen, (laughs) I would bend my body whatever fucking way he wants. (laughs) I'm not flexible. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. But I figured out I would bend (laughs) me however. Listen, Sean. Oh, he's so damn fine. He's so damn fine. But he doesn't get camera time because he's a nice guy. I think that's, what, that's the problem, right? And like, I think that CJ knows he's nice because she said my <laughs> it's the biggest insult, but it's also a compliment. It's terrible that this is true. I hate being a woman socialized to be attracted to toxic men <laughs> because she was like, my dads would love you. And then <laughs> the biggest compliment, but also the worst insult, if you want to be like, on a girl you know what i'm saying my dad would love you terrible well i feel i feel like she was almost using that as like a way to filter to see if someone would react poorly to her having two dads um why i mean why would you report i mean i guess people might but i just can't imagine responding poorly to her being raised by somebody right but like you never know what people are gonna say right so i i I do feel like that being like a a bear like a way to test how someone reacts to that would because if someone reacts poorly to that you're like okay i'm cutting you out of my life yeah ever and and he's a contortionist in vegas you're gonna tell me he has a problem with gay people yeah (laughs) yeah i do think that cj does have those tests though where she's like okay like if you like she seems to be the one that has like the like the checklist like if you say this if you do this like you're done um and that's why she's been able to like cut people so quickly and it's like one time i didn't respond oh two times i didn't respond i love cj i love her down i think she's amazing television i think Mm -hmm. i want to see more of her even off the show i will follow her i want to see her 
But there are two times that I was like, girl, what are you doing? But fortunately, they all happened in the same episode. So I got to move on. It was just an off day. (laughs) It was when (laughs) when somebody said that they were raised by a single mom. She goes, that's hot. I'm like, yes, I thought that was weird, too. It it was was weird. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah. I talked about the last time. I was like, what the fuck? That is such a weird thing to say to someone. What does that mean? That you think that's hot? Yeah. (laughs) Broken homes are sexy. Yeah. She's like, like, tell me about your damage. (laughs) You're talking about in therapy every other weekend at your dad's house. That's sexy. (laughs) Like, oh, you slept on a pull-out couch at your dad's sad apartment. So Tell me how they fought. I want to hear it. Oh my god! Did you like so pull weird. up the covers while your parents are arguing? Oh my god! That's oh so my god! Hot. But then I wonder. She because then I wondered. Like you know, she mentioned having two dads, but she also, I think, in one of the more recent episodes, said something about her mom. So I wonder if her dad divorced and then started dating. Yeah, I think that I think that might be the the situation because she did say something. Um. I can't remember who it was, but someone was like talking about like, oh, my mom is like the most supportive person. Yeah. It might have been new Jared. And yeah. she's like, your mom sounds better than my mom. Wow. <laughs> like, wow, that's so hot. Imagine <laughs> being this CJ's mom watching this and being like, know, oh, fuck you, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> and me, literally me with a dead mom being like, whatever you ungrateful bitch. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, CJ. <laughs> fuck you for having a mom. Yeah, know, your mom's right? alive. <laughs> Dick. Spoiled bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, in the first episode, uh, that really tall, bald guy. Oh, God. Now, I think it's rude to call a person you just met toxic. <laughs> but also, bitch, you toxic. <laughs> I, 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 I'm completely on your side here because I felt like she was kind of like building that up where she was just yeah. like, I'm crazy. Like, yeah, I'm I, crazy. She was I'm like, we might get arrested. <laughs> and then yeah. she was like, okay, well, you can't use another synonym. I'm sorry. Yes, it's <laughs> like, it's so not approved. Crazy. You mad at the stars? Like, what are you doing? Okay, but listen, we've been watching toxic men on these shows for how long? Let me love a toxic woman. Oh, I still we still love (laughs) her. But own it. Own it. You can't be mad at a man for noticing you problematic. Well, especially because he I think that he thought that that was like, oh, we're like joking about it. We're like, oh, you're like a little toxic. And then she's like, no, how dare you? And I, I thought that she was a little trigger happy on that first. What, who is the very cute uh, Asian dude she sent home first? Pete, Peter. 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 I love he him. was so cute. I love him. I'm obsessed. So cute. He was so him. cute. Um, I mean, good for her. He ultimately was a self-identified. I was shocked boy. also by that. I was but shocked. I, lo- I thought he was like that cute, awkward boy. Yeah. That like accidentally got hot girls because he didn't know how hot he was. You can't have yes. any of them. And I love yeah. that. I love um, that. So I was surprised that he was with it enough to know that that was a game he was playing. But I do think that she dumped him for no reason. I did think that that explanation was stupid. Like, of I course, I also thought that was like so pretending he wants to spend the night with you like that's the game here you know and also if production is going to interfere they should be interfering to save peter and get rid of some of these other duds Jenny's still obsessed with the, stop it like um, let me oh sorry i'll take my tinfoil hat off here. <laughs> 
They're interfering. Okay, um, can we so uh can we also talk about Garrett being like, oh yeah, we can FaceTime my ex and his ex is Warren from Love Island season TV two. Our girl who went on TV for a hundred thousand with her fake mm-hmm. British accent. There is, Wait, is it fake? There is there is some discourse online that she may have moved from the UK when she was so young that her accent might not be completely okay, accurate. So can I tell you a story? Ooh. Yes. Okay. Love this. So, um, I went to high school in Brooklyn, but it was like a artsy fartsy kind of private school. I'm a scholarship kid, so I'm not fancy at all. <laughs> and um, I went to high school with Lena Dunham. She was the grade above me. Mm-hmm. And um, when we were in high school, Lena's best friend was Jemima Kirk. And Jemima Kirk was the British friend of hers okay. on Girls. Do you remember? Yes. Hey, this is where I tell you I watched 30 minutes of Girls and was like, Don't I can't worry. watch this show. I'm forgetting jealousy? her name. I'm forgetting her name on the show. Mm-hmm. But yes, absolutely. Yeah. You remember the jealousy I told you about earlier? I didn't <laughs> watch Girls either. Don't worry about well, it. Well, I just, again, I couldn't get through an episode. I was like, this isn't very good. So. <laughs> But the reason I'm bringing that up is because Jemima, her father was like in an English rock band, but they moved to America when we was all kids. You know what I'm saying? But Jemima's been speaking with a British accent. You know, my parents are Nigerian and they've been here for almost 40 years, I would say. And so they were full adults when they got to America. And even still, their accents have been diluted by America. You mm-hmm. know, if you if you talk to my it father. It fades over time. It fades <laughs> over time. But you also pick up other people. Like, my father will have like a slightly, it's a weird combination of Brooklyn and African. It'll be like, how are you? You know what I mean? Like, it's like a weird. Oh my God, wait, no, that sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, how are you? What are you up to? Kind of thing. <laughs> and so if my father, who was a full adult when he got here, picked up a heavy Brooklyn accent or whatever, you mean you, Jemima Kirk, who's been in Brooklyn since he was in fucking, you, like, since he was eight or nine years old, you couldn't figure out how to, to speak American. She only listens to, like, <laughs> British media so that she keeps it in her ear. Well, that's okay. So I, one of my, like, very close friends, his name is Nathan, he moved from the UK to Canada when he was, like, maybe 20. 12. And mm-hmm. I remember when I first started becoming friends with him, he was like, oh, yeah, no, I knew when I moved here, I needed to fight to keep my accent. OK, good here. And th- but even still, I've known him like 10 ish years now. His accent has bit. still gotten yes. less than yeah. when I met okay. him, even with him trying to keep exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> the same with me. When I lived in California for three years, I worked so hard to keep my Brooklyn accent. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't believe none of this Lauren Coogan bullshit, bitch. You have been here. You've been here. Okay. Well, also, Lauren, why aren't you on Love Island UK? Because she's too old for Love yes. Island UK because she's like 29. But Love Island UK is Love like Island you're US 24. Yeah, well, you remember. So I've only watched one season of Love Island UK. I find Love Island UK excessively boring, and I can't explain why. It's, the, it's too long, is the problem. It's too long, and there's too much footage. And um, and Love Island, they also don't. Um, 
I find the way that British people do reality TV incredible. I think they're better at it than they're any- just meant for it. They're meant for it. But something about Love Island UK feels slower than Love Island US. I don't know what it is. Because it's longer. So Love Island UK is like a couple of weeks longer and it's better and worse because of that. Yes. But um, but yeah, like there was an older, older, she was like 27 on Love Island. Oh God. (laughs) Love Island UK, you're 27. They're like, oh, you're so mature. Oh my gosh. And also, you know, Love Island UK is, um, is one of those things that feels exhausting because on Love Island UK, you have to watch Love Island UK to understand other reality shows for the, from the UK. Mm -hmm. Like you can't watch UK X on the beach if you don't watch Love Island, right? And you can't watch um, Jersey Shore and then realize, not Jersey, Jordy Shore, and realize that Gary cheated on Charlotte on Love Island UK or X on the... It's like, it's too intertwined or whatever. Love Island US stands, stands out as its own thing. But anyway, Lauren Coogan uh, clearly, very clearly, let her boyfriend go on this show to seduce a girl for a hundred. Yeah. She was going on the challenge, anyways. <laughs> They're like, "Yeah, we'll meet up in can, a couple of weeks." Can I'm I like, show you to this Instagram picture I just found of Lauren and Garrett? Because I saw it. I'm girl, about. To, I, it. I don't know if it's the same one. This one, I'm about to die. Mm-hmm. So I just, I'm, I'm gonna share my screen with the two of you because Ooh, I'm about to okay. lose my oh, mind at this something. Instagram picture. Yeah, that's the one I saw. <laughs> Look at him. Wait, what is, what's happening? Like, what are we doing, you losers? This what is not Facetune. This is a whole. Well, some of it's Facetune. No, I'm, I'm, I'm. I think well, it's that... Facetune on her face. God it's, forgive me. It's... She's not a particularly attractive woman in my. <gasps> it's. But I don't. I think that they're both. This is not nice because I'm not like a ten. But they're both people who objectively speaking they're supposed to be hot right like they have all of the qualities that add up to hot you know what i'm saying it's like oh you have a nice body oh you're tall oh you have long hair oh you have a high forehead all the things that are supposed to be hot like they have it but when you interact or you see them interacting it's not real you know what i'm saying do you know it's what i mean the ugly personality this, wait okay oh. i'm this one has been so face tuned that um garrett's torso looks insane what what is he very smooth <laughs> no the oh, oh, he doesn't Wait. Even have a chest his chest that blur the There's blur no tool black. is oh out of control god. i'm screaming <laughs> oh my god Girl, what? Like that's not right. That's not what yeah. he looks like. Also, also, whose money are they going on these yacht trips with? Whose money is this? Oh, I love, I, I loved that. Um, I think it was CJ acknowledged. So when like CJ and um Nikia so are overlooking the awkward FaceTime call, where like. Yeah. Lauren's just like, yeah, um, no, yeah, he's very trustworthy. Yeah, CJ was like, well, CJ was like, they're in cahoots. Like, yeah. I love that they like kind of like, I mean, it's not breaking the yeah. fourth wall, but like, I love that they like acknowledge like it was a meta no, moment of being like, people, right. yeah, like people go on these shows strategically and have conversations with their partners at home, being like, 
yo, I'm just going to like pretend I'm single. I'm going to like, this is going to be like a career move for me. Yeah. Like, and people literally do that, especially people like this, where like his girlfriend has already been on TV on a show like this. Do you, do you honestly think true story? A man left me so he could go on a TV show to chase some lady. And I'm going to take a phone call from that bitch asking him about me, asking me about him. And say nice things. And say nice. No. Stop my yeah. fucking dick. You yeah. guys are joking. <laughs> That's Stop okay. It. I swear a lot. So the, like, no. oh, <laughs> you are in yeah. good company here. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the questions that they ask Laura on this FaceTime are, are you currently in a relationship with Garrett? She says no. Were you they only asked yes or no questions, yes. by the way. They didn't yeah. give room to elaborate. I'm not sure I, it I was like, really her. It might have been a marionette, some sort of puppet. <laughs> <laughs> the best, though, is I, I love um the last two questions where Garrett's like, well, do you think I'm ready to be in a relationship? And Lauren says, that's not a question I can answer. Hilarious. It's and then the stupid. final question <laughs> is Sarah goes, is Garrett someone I can trust? And Lauren literally goes, it's <laughs> like wow i really trust him now <laughs> but also did you see his storm off when he was like yeah. this is invading my privacy nigga what you gave them her number to facetime what did you i didn't understand at what point happen? it was like it was invading these were privacy. yes or no questions yeah she barely said anything i'm not even she, sure she blinked she didn't say a single thing girl that you woman so has right. never blinked <laughs> No, I, her face did not move the entire time. I'm saying it it could have been a hologram. Girl, I was like, <laughs> what is this pre-recorded? They have they have Sarah on here talking to a video. This is embarrassing. It's, it's it was like fake Zoom. Trust. <laughs> like I was like, girl, what? Like, this is so lame. And um, this is the one time like I wasn't rooting against Sarah, but I didn't warm up to her very quickly but once I had warmed up to her maybe by episode three I found that she was I like Sarah's journey because it was like very close clear to me that she's the youngest of the three mm-hmm. and uh she clearly has low self-esteem um and and I don't mean that in a shitty way I just mean that she's clearly like a pretty blonde so like the external world treats her well but I don't know necessarily that she believes in her worth I don't think she would entertain some of the shit she has if she did I don't think she would be blowing off Josh but maybe that's a racial thing I don't know I have suspicions about that not that she's racist but I think it's a hard for a lot of white people to see themselves with black people in a real way um well, and yeah, I don't, well and that's mm-hmm. and that's the thing too where it's not necessarily about her being like oh I'm like overtly like a racist person but it like the society that the society yeah. that we live in conditions us in such a way where there are like a consideration there even when there shouldn't be and it's yeah she's it's, like I'm having a hard time picturing this or yes something. exactly like, yeah. mm-hmm. that's exactly the exact perfect way to phrase it they just don't see it and they don't know why they don't see it they just don't but um, which is funny because I think I pointed this out on the last ep- uh, episode is I think they're actually both from Chicago. So like of all the like, which I mean, loco- location isn't everything, but it's like, I think when you meet people on these shows, like and they're part of the real the reality yeah. is like, are, am I ever going to see you again after this? Yeah. And it's like, I, I think that they both live in Chicago. So it's like, this is something, although I think it said something different on one of his chirons, but anyway, like they are actually probably one of the more realistic pairings, but 
yeah, but things she's, play into these thoughts, right? She's so. moving to LA. Come on. You yes, know that that's what builds her brand. Yeah, yes, and again, okay. her brand of what? What is she branding? Yeah, that was the thing that was interesting to me. I was wondering why they cast her. Yeah, because they called her a social media. I guess maybe they wanted to have like the relatable woman on the show because she's a social media. The America's sweetheart. Like, yes, (laughs) the Meg Ryan of the show. Not the Meg Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Like the, you know, the social media manager from Chicago when you have a stylist in L.A. and a model in L.A. Mm -hmm. Like Like when CJ has half a million Instagram followers already and um, Sarah has 5,000. Okay. (laughs) And I, you know, I thought that was an interesting choice, but like, I was like, girl, what? Like the, I was so, again, like you said, Kirsten, there's like a, an element of us seeing it from the outside, but this man showed up they went on their boat date and the first thing he said was i'm an orphan from russia hey and can i also say i just want to give everyone a word of advice okay if you are going on a date with a man and he feels too comfortable on a boat that's a red flag i'm sorry Hello? It's Hello? Okay. <laughs> okay you thirst bucket attempted yachty what are you doing but but also like I'm oh I know that they're on a reality show and production probably invites them or coaxes it out of them, but you can't have a perfectly packaged story about your imba- abandonment as mm-hmm. a child. Like that stressed me out right yeah. away. He had his I was abandoned, left in an orphanage story, ready to go. Like, what do you do? And, and well, I was waiting for that to be a lie because yeah. he had been like talking up about what well, a fake he was. And I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> the thing was, I was also waiting for it to be a lie. And it may or may not be true. I'm not saying that it's not true, but he was too ready to tell it. She didn't ask anything that invited it. She didn't, at least from the edit. She didn't ask anything. Like, that my favorite invited- food is pizza. Also, I'm an orphan. I have <laughs> abandonment issues yes Yes. (laughs) and then um the thing that confused me about her wanting to keep him around I was like oh she's so young she's still a baby he didn't ask her a fucking thing about herself Not a single red thing. flag. I'm gonna. What these I'm, men do. They're like, oh, no, ask me about myself, but I will not take a single shred of interest in you. Yes. And and not only did he not ask her by himself, you mean to tell me I'm going to open up to you about this serious thing like, oh, I'm uh, I was an abandoned in Russian orphanage. And, you know, I. I got adopted and me and my sister got adopted together. We're lucky. My sister, did he say his sister had an illness? I don't I remember. I think she was deaf, maybe? Yes, she yeah. was deaf. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not an illness. That's a disability. God forgive me. I didn't mean it that way. But, um, but like, he didn't do anything to relate, right? Like, he didn't go, oh, I've been through this struggle. What's a struggle you've been on? You know, like there was, you know, most people when they're sharing trauma, it's not to like dump and then shock everybody and leave the room. Right. It's a like it's a like, OK, here's how I'm human. This is my most vulnerable self. Show me a vulnerability so that we can relate, especially if you're somebody who's been through something super traumatic. Like I've been through a traumatic thing. Right. But whenever I talk about it, it's not like I'm like, hey, I've been sexually assaulted. 
what's up you know what okay, so wait why is just that dropping that on you for no reason no, wait that's yeah. the exact energy that my mom would have when you'd be in the minivan and then the doors just automatically lock and she's like hey let me tell you about the worst thing that ever happened to me and you're like i can't go anywhere <laughs> it's like i have no choice but isn't that a stressful experience yeah. if somebody drops their trauma on you while you sip yeah. your champagne and shit that's just <laughs> what like, where's the bottle I and, mean, like, exactly. and, and, and like most people who are trying to bond through sharing their trauma it's about bonding it's about being yes. like oh you've been through this well let me try and relate through this that i've been through Right. But the thing is, also, I had to learn about myself in therapy and stuff that whenever I mentioned being sexually assaulted or whatever, I was trying to accelerate the relationship for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? You, Why are you telling people the first time you get along with them that this awful thing happened to you? Obviously, an orphanage and that experience and being adopted is more relevant to who you are at the surface right away. I get that. So I'm not equating those It's not things. a first date share though. Right. It just feels like when you offer trauma like that, you're accelerating how much somebody's supposed to care about you. You're accelerating people's investment in you. Oh, look, something bad happened to me. Care about me. Feel bad about me. Yeah. Before you learn anything else so that I have your immediate investment before we get to learn each other. Like I I had to learn to stop leading with that trauma or whatever, because one, it's not self-defined. Like I'm not defined by that, but two, I had to realize that I wasn't necessarily being manipulative, but I was trying to move fast. When you give everybody the most vulnerable or painful memory about you right away, you're trying to, I guess, incur sympathy. You're trying to encourage sympathy. You're trying to encourage affection, attachment faster than it would come organically and so i'm shocked she wasn't um made nervous by that and then compounded with the fact that we found out he had a girlfriend we got a face you are embarrassing i gotta facetime your girl to believe you fuck you i'm never talking to you again are you dumb? like because that's the thing too if garrett had been serious when she says you have two choices pack your bags or we're facetiming your ex he says i'm packing my bags because you will never trust me and this isn't worth it to me the fact yeah. that he's like okay well i guess i'm ready to facetime with her it's like on tv okay so- this isn't real like this isn't real yeah. um and i totally there's no way that a girl i just dumped to go on a tv show is gonna take your call and cover for me <laughs> well lauren well, <laughs> well that's, like again because he met lauren when she was at the airport when she got kicked off of love Shut up, that's how they met yeah. <laughs> that's how all real love stories start. I, I remember when she got dumped from the island she like posted something on her social media of like oh yeah but I met this amazing guy at the airport and I was like well this is stupid it doesn't matter to my life and now uh, a year or two years <laughs> later I'm watching F-Boy Island and there's no, that boy this makes, this makes so much girl it makes so much sense it makes so much sense because um LAX, okay. Here's here's please educate me. About, me. I've never been there. 
Yeah. I'm about to trauma bond with the two of you. Okay. <laughs> I, honestly, when you said that, though, I feel like that's such Sagittarius bullshit. Like I was connecting with you so hard over being like, oh, yeah, I overshare in an attempt to feel yes. authentic, even though it's not necessarily. Yes. That way. No. <laughs> totally. But um, so I'm over now. I'm a recovering wigaholic. I don't know what it is, but tall handsome white dudes who have black dude energy used to be my weakness. You know, I'm, I was very into, I don't know how into American football you guys are, but there's a guy on uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, I think, or is it the Cleveland Browns? His name is Travis Kelsey. He's fine as fuck. You know, let me look. I'm pulling him up. (laughs) He's so damn fine. (laughs) Travis, K-E-L-C-E. Yep, yep. He dates black girls. His fiance is a black woman, you know. Oh, I can see it. Yeah, okay. I see that. So it's like that energy. Do you see what I'm talking about? He yeah. wears Jordans, maybe basketball shorts, walking around kind of thing. And L.A. is full of guys like that. L.A. is full of, um, full of white dudes who... Travis Kelsey is an exception who might actually date black women, but LA is full of white dudes who have black dude swag and dress like black dudes or whatever and use black dude slang or whatever. And so I could totally see a guy like Garrett meeting her in the airport because LAX, they're all there. It's crazy. They're in gray sweats, white tees, chains, and Jordans. And I, I swear to God, that's how Garrett met her in the airport. I'm confident of it. Like that's, I believe totally it. it. You know, like, uh, uh, like even in the confessional, sometimes he uses slang, and I'm like, I bet a million dollars you don't have black friends. Why are you talking like that? He'll say something like, "Oh, I was shook." That's black gay slang. Where you learned that? <laughs> You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Because it's like, okay, if a white woman says, I'm shook, okay, I'm sure she's talking to or listening to podcasts. Like, oh, she watched Drag Race. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Where did Garrett learn, I was shook? Where did he learn that? (laughs) That's a very good point. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyway, I think think the number one garbage on the show is Garrett. Mm -hmm. Number two is Chris. And number three is a tie for OG Jared and Colin. Okay. I just love that like Chris <laughs> just like gets no time of day. <laughs> like Sarah like <laughs> invites him on a date and then instantly is like, this was a mistake. It's so <laughs> off-putting. Like, why is he like that? And then of course, in the final elimination of the batch, Chris and Jomar go home. And we let's this is the first time we've said Jomar this whole time. <laughs> until he got eliminated right and so to be fair he came late but also oh very did he i don't remember he, I don't he know. came with it was welcome. him welcome, welcome and, and, and jared, jared. Yeah. got it yeah. got it got it yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um you fucking dummy you're gonna show up to a tv show called f boy island and announce you've never been in a relationship what are we supposed to categorize you at yeah because it's not even like he was like, oh, you know, like I, I'm unlucky in love. He's like, oh, I've never been in a relationship. No, he's like, I just, I just be fucking and I don't care. And, and again, there's nothing wrong with doing that. 
but you're going to be classified There's as something wrong with it. When you're that. trying to sell yourself differently. I'm not progressive. I'm not into new age love. If you fucking everybody and can't commit, there's something wrong with it. Listen. If you can't commit at all, yeah, I would agree. Yeah. And then you remember when they show, that's another thing. This is another thing. I wanted to bring this up. I'm so glad you mentioned this because this, I completely forgot. Um, So don't you think, so I think Casey and CJ are going to stay together and I think Mm -hmm. Casey's going to win. And here's why. Um, You remember how like um, when Charlie got eliminated and obviously it's because he's lied because he lied that they made it a big thing. But you know how like when the fuck boys get called out or eliminated, they show clips of their audition. Casting, tape. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. When Casey admitted to being a fuck boy, they did not show clips of his audition tape. Mm-hmm. And I wonder Ooh. if it's because they don't want the audience to hate him if he wins. I like I like that we're reading the edit of F Boy yes. Island. This is perfect. <laughs> I love it. But that um, is a good point. No, it's a saw, really good like, point. We saw clips of even people that we didn't care Never about. met. Never yeah. saw. I, like so, I like I like literally, I don't know this man. Like, sorry yeah. to this yes. man. Yeah. But like because we saw um we saw even when Greg didn't even get eliminated. He just admitted that he was um, a fuckboy in that mm-hmm. mass admitting what you are, whatever. Yeah. He showed him talking about all the women he's been with, blah, blah, blah. But he still stays in the next episode or whatever. And he's a big part of the Jared, um, Colin, Nakia storyline. But we sort of get, I've written Greg off completely. He's a fuck boy. I'm not going to take him seriously. And that's in part because of all the sex he said he had in his, in his F boy tape. They didn't and also the heart in his hair. That's how you know. And the constant grabbing of his <laughs> of beard. beard. Like, why are you grabbing your beard? What? Caressing, caressing his beard. But then it was like, I was like, okay, production has no problem with me disliking him in this edit. Production does have an issue with me thinking things of Casey. Even when Casey was talking to Nikki in the um in in the limbro. Yeah. The question she they showed him being like charming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like He's production. got a good edit all the yeah, way through, I think. Even when yeah, he's being a little the, shit. The only thing where he really came off really bad in the show is when he was like, CJ, you don't deserve any deserve of these men. Anything. Sean is so good mm-hmm. and you're trash. Blah, blah, and blah. then they gave him a redemption because he gets to be like, yeah. I miss her. I want to talk to her. I'm going to go chase her. They're he climbs invest- over the bamboo. Yes. Like that was cute, but I mean, like production. Come on, you can't tell me he actually has hitchhiked in the Cayman Islands. That nigga don't know no fucking body. <laughs> and hitchhiked is as real as the as the the cot that he's apparently yes, sleeping on. He, he got on the F bus and it drove him straight back. They just made him run across it, the highway. Yeah, it just goes back and forth all day. So if you just wait long enough, you're gonna get yeah. taken back to the um, villa. Yes. But yeah, I know that I've kept you guys super long, but this has been no, really this is yeah, no, this has been awesome. so much fun, and thank you so much for joining us. Like literally, this has been a dream come true for a me. Blessing, a blessing. Yay. You guys are incredible. This has been really cool. Oh my god. Um, I also just love that. You know, I low key be feeling embarrassed. I actually got a um 
I got a burner account, even though I don't <gasps> use it. Oh, I got, burner, I got a burner Twitter because uh, during the pandemic, I realized that like I was going to start tweeting about reality TV a lot. And <laughs> um, and I think uh, because I'm verified, people respond to me differently. So I don't get to talk to the show about the shows okay. the way that I want to. So like this was cool because I got to talk about the shows the way that I want to. Uh, with you guys like you guys are just as intense as I am and fun and- <laughs> we're here for it with you because yeah. <laughs> you know I don't know like I think maybe some like I'm always in the real housewives hashtags and people get so sassy and mean with me and I'm just like yo I'm watching the same TV show you watching or whatever even yeah like with Colin or whatever I don't think Colin would have responded to me that way if I wasn't verified I don't think well, yeah, because he wants the attention. So he's like, oh, this is a person who is uh, verified. So obviously yeah, people are going to see this them. interaction. So I have to convince yes. this person who has a platform yes, exactly. that I'm a good guy. Yes. And then it did not work out well. For right. me. No, you're not, Colin. We know you're not. No, no. A good guy wouldn't have implied I'm ugly for thinking yeah. he's whack. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But, um, you, if, you've, if you've grown, you haven't grown enough. Yes, like, exactly. if you're still doing yeah, that shit, shit. Oh, I'm whack because you I'm still ugly. have more Whatever. therapy. And also, you sir. think you're the first person on the internet who's called me ugly? I've been on Twitter since 2009, my friend. I've Same. been countless times. Like, you're a woman on the internet. And you're like, yeah. it's fine. You know, you know. <laughs> yeah. like, you that's what we got. <laughs> if you call me ugly in a funny way, I'm gonna enjoy it. I think it's hilarious. Like there's <laughs> there's a video on like Comedy Central's YouTube where like I did stand up on it or whatever and I've gained some weight since I moved to California or wherever. I'm back now, but listen, it's stuck. It ain't going Everyone drives in California. It's not your fault. Right. You know, the thing is the way that I kept thin in New York, not that you need to keep thin. It's just, I realized that my body changed for this reason. I'm late everywhere. So I have to power walk to the subway. So I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've got to be like, okay, let me get the next train. If I can't get the train I'm supposed to be on. So I got (laughs) to... heat walk or whatever and being a pedestrian is great workout yes it, it, it is. seriously is yeah it is and so like i was always thin and never on time but in california <laughs> i was always on time because i had just gotten ubers you have to drive everywhere i don't know how to drive because i'm a native new yorker but anyway i gained a lot of weight in california and i noticed but i didn't think anyone else noticed and then <laughs> and then uh uh you shouldn't read the comments never read the comments but never. i never Oh, no, I read the comments and then I keep the mean ones because I think they're so funny. (laughs) They're so funny. It's weird. It's I wish it was. I wish I felt like it was funny and that I wasn't completely broken up. Jenny, that's why I go onto the RHAP YouTube and delete any comments I see about (laughs) anyone else. I just keep the ones about me. That's good. That's 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 good sisterhood. Keep her around, Jenny. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I need I need her because I will cry. (laughs) I'll fight. I swear to God, I'll fight any. Like, I don't I've never been in a fight before but if someone wants to come at jenny autumn i i could be scrappy <laughs> yes let's get scrappy yes. but um i saw somebody say how are you skinny with a double chin and that was the most hilarious thing <laughs> i'd ever seen in my life i'm like oh i'm skinny with a double chin i didn't even notice that that was a flaw you told me about i'm out here checking out my teeth i'm wondering about my hairline you out here pointing out i, I got turkey neck and you could tell i'm skinny <laughs> it was great so 
looked at that person's profile. How many chins do you think they have? And they're going oh, no. at you for that's a double chin. Also why, that's also why it's easy to blow it off because the people calling you ugly are often not great looking like yeah. today. Like on uh, Real Housewives of Potomac, I'm obsessed with it. That's the show I tweet about the most right now. It's the one that I feel the most embarrassed about tweeting because I'm like, I tweet like a stan, not just a fan, a stan <laughs> about that show with a verified account. That's embarrassing. No, it's iconic. No, and I will so like good. those tweets even though I don't watch the show. <laughs> But so there was a rumor before I go, because it's like 1115 out here. But yeah, no, we do need to stop this. <laughs> You're going to have people be like, why do you have a three hour podcast? You no, <laughs> I'm sorry. I would just like to say directly to anyone who has an issue with the length or content of this podcast, please feel free to at me. At Kirsten said what? I'll fight you. I, you're yes. wrong. I will fight you. I don't care. At me. Thank you. Thank you, superhero. Um, but uh 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 yeah so Nicki Minaj is there was a rumor that Nicki Minaj was going to host the reunion you know Andy Cohen hosts all the Real Housewives reunions. oh I feel like I yes. saw something about this yes there was this rumor that Nicki Minaj was going to host the reunions and I was like I don't want Nicki Minaj to host it that's absurd like I don't think that you should just get to infiltrate a reality show just because you're a celebrity I think that that ruins the magic of reality tv I think reality tv is suffering actually the genre in general because people are too self-aware in this day and age everyone's going on reality tv shows to be good on instagram to sell uh endorsements or whatever and like excuse me make me so you rarely get authentic people on reality tv which is why i like josh he feels very authentic Mm -hmm. um and sean too whatever little of him that they've shown us but um but uh i said today they then andy cohen i guess gave an interview and said no uh Nicki minaj is not gonna take my job i like he'd be dumb to give the most famous female rapper his job he'd never get it back are you dumb you know so he's like he's like she's not we'll try and figure out a segment with her and i quote tweeted that tweet and i said thank heaven and uh somebody was just like you're not pretty enough to be grateful Nicki Minaj isn't hosting the reunion. Well, that's you. You tried to anger the barbs. That's yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> we shouldn't be scared of them. Fuck the barbs. They are all 15 years old. They're 15 years old and think that rap started in 2009 with Nicki Minaj. That is absurd. We need to stop feeding into that. We need to stop being scared. Let 15 year olds with anime <laughs> fucking profile pictures call you ugly it's not a big deal you know but then i was and then so this one happened to have their real profile picture and i look i'm like bitch you talk it you know what i'm saying so it's like (laughs) i was like lmao looking like you you are telling me i'm too ugly to not want her to host me i think we just need to get into a place where fuck them I don't know. I just think that online, particularly Twitter, Reddit, I don't really like talking about reality TV on Reddit because people Reddit is for there. white men. Reddit is for yeah. nobody else. Is it? Is it white men? I'm in the Real Housewives Reddit and I sometimes check the Big Brother Reddit out and I'm surprised by how not into the cookout they are on Reddit. 
Um, the, yeah, yeah, the, it's the Reddit BB, and Facebook the BB have Reddit. some trouble there. Yeah. yeah, the BB Reddit is really um, we don't go there. Oh, they <laughs> hate they hate me too. I had to give them up. Oh this no, year. girl, I looked. I I, looked. I had I to get I had to give up the BB Reddit this year after they bullied me for a couple of days. They co- I only saw one post about you, and I was like, oh y'all are wrong. Oh, there were some comments, but it's fine. I'm. They've, I'm See, I didn't even go, them. so I didn't even know about this. Well, I went. Now I'm upset. I went looking because you know I was being nosy. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to see if the if if the BB Reddit knew which one of y'all had girlfriends or boyfriends. Or, <laughs> and so then I went. Well, that's after the podcast. We'll give you all the tea. Okay. <laughs> so, and so you know, I went looking, but yes. Uh, one thing I've learned is have your opinions, ignore people who are mad at you. They're usually angry that you get more attention than they do. And, um, and I hate this word because I, it's often used in a sexist way to like minimize the legitimate feelings of women, but jealousy is often the root of the unkind things people say to you online. Oh, for sure. Uh, fuck whatever reddit said about you guys or whatever um and i hate how sexist and catty the word jealousy sounds like but oftentimes it is jealousy you know and so that's obviously why i don't like colin i'm jealous (laughs) (laughs) no colin should be jealous of you first and foremost well Um, he saw the followers and he said oh so (laughs) i i do feel like we should wrap this up we've taken up like 12 years of race time today right (laughs) if if people are miraculously just learning about you for the first time here and if so grow the fuck up all of you losers (laughs) um where where can people hear more from you or find you um i keep doing this on podcasts even though so i've been trying to start my own podcast for like a month like i'm weirdly terrified you know um it's very scary to talk by yourself you know yeah it is I talk a lot but I'm but it's yeah it's very scary so I've been starting a podcast for a month called or actually I don't know six months to be honest with you um called the, the dizziest <laughs> at the table I figure if I say it on record then you guys will hold me to it so dizziest be at the table and it would just be me talking obsessively about real housewives mostly just reality tv and then pop culture topics like the episode i didn't record last week was about um real housewives of potomac and the baby <laughs> so Iconic. oh boy uh so that'll be the kind of stuff where it's like i recap um tv shows and then talk about you know it would also probably be me parsing j-lo and ben affleck's relationship god forgive me i'm so on board i ship them so hard like i've been trying to recapture the early 2000s that was when i was at my peak so (laughs) (laughs) i I love i love j-lo being depressed to revisit the early 2000s like me you know so (laughs) Uh, that and then you can follow me on Twitter at Raysani. If you don't like me mixing like random political thoughts and reality TV and then attempts at jokes, then you won't like it. But that's usually what it is. And then um, you can find me on Instagram at Rafizzle87. Don't make fun of that as a nickname. I came out with like with you know the Snoop Dogg Izzle era. <laughs> it was a time and a place. Yeah. yeah. So it was a moment. It was a moment. <laughs> exactly. Dizzle dog, you know. So. We all said it. Yeah. And I can speak for myself when I say I should have never said it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's where you can find me. Um 
And I'll try to be less annoying, but I'm a pretty annoying person on social media. You're just going to have to deal. They're yeah. listening to me host a podcast. They like annoying. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Jenny, uh, where can people find you? Uh, on social media at Jenny Autumn. Just <laughs> living life. I'm and not. You- I'm yeah, I'm just living my life. And uh Wrapping up uh, the Sexy Beast season one uh, coverage with my good friend Puya. Um, we should have episode five and six dropping later this week. Um, we will be podcasting with Chappelle on Wednesday. I cannot wait for that. That show is bonkers bananas. And uh, so check that out. And other than that, yeah, just surviving. <laughs> So survive with me. I don't know. Like, <laughs> okay. Uh, and I, I too am surviving. If people want to hear more from me, you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten said what, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten said what. Uh, Love Island is sadly not over yet. So you can catch Brian Scally and myself talking about also, that. Also, fuck Charlie. Fuck Charlie. That's, honestly, every man named Charlie has been a clown this summer. <laughs> um, and I'll, also, there's still Big Brother coverage to be had. And also, yeah. Riverdale comes back in two days. So Wait, are you a Riverdale person? I'll be, I podcast about Riverdale over on Kowski. I'm going to DM you about yes! Riverdale. Oh, my that's God. My oh boy. That's yes. my show. Um, Kowski cast, that's cow with a K. <laughs> Lindsay Wilson and I are still talking about BoJack Horseman every single week. I don't love myself enough to stop. Uh, <laughs> but BoJack is legitimately good. It's the only like legitimately good show I talk about. But uh, yeah, follow me ever at Kirsten Said What. And Jenny and I will come back after we get the results of F-Boy Island. And uh, yeah, we will talk to you then. Bye. Bye.